Welcome to All the Nuggets. Thank you so much for being part of the Nugget crew. I am your host, Miranda Reyes with Miranda Madison Events, and I am so grateful that you are sharing a part of your day with me. Enjoy this podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I have Miss Mindy on the line with All Events um, Photo Booth, and um, I... I actually really enjoy your photo booth setup. I love, you know, how it's run. And I really, I mean, just enjoy you, Mindy, as a person. We had originally met at a event ensemble night shift. And from there, um, really just connected over, you know, the short amount of time. But I feel like it's been forever for sure. But um, Mindy, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, introduce your company, and let people know um, how long you've been in the business for. Hi, Miranda. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, well, um, <laughs> how long have we been in business for? Uh, we did a soft launch of our photo booths at a Halloween party okay. in 2017, mm-hmm. um, but our trailer wasn't finished yet, so mm-hmm. we did a second soft launch right after that in January. Okay. So late 2017, mm-hmm. early 2018 is when we really got out there in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And then, I mean, what's one of your favorite parts of the business? Uh, you know, I enjoy people enjoying the booth. When mm-hmm. they're amped up, kicking out props, and are excited to get in the booth, they're excited to get their prints hot, hot off the printer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I'm there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what the clients pay for, is sure. their guests going out and having a good time. Sure. So checking that block is the best part. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And then you said, you know, you had your soft launch, and then, you know, the second, um, I mean, how did you guys really even get into the business? Like, how did you end up getting started? Well, uh, a few years ago, when we went to my husband's sister's wedding, Mm -hmm. they had a photo booth there. Okay. And, you know, they just had the little white strips and a few props there's mm-hmm. probably four or five props on the whole table sure and I just thought it was a really neat idea we weren't expecting it I'd never seen one yeah and to just randomly take your pictures and have it print out right there on the spot mm-hmm. I, I just thought it was really neat yeah and yeah so originally we, we'd been kind of thinking of what kind of a business we wanted to do sure and when I saw that I thought you know what we had a party rental business yeah we could do yeah. this little photo booth as part of it and then mm-hmm. the more I researched photo booths <laughs> all the things that go into them oh, and yeah. that you can do with them right i realized that we should maybe just focus on doing that and doing that big sure and having it be a, a small piece of something bigger. yeah 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 just i mean literally blow it out of proportion you know and just go all out which i feel like is what you guys <laughs> do the yeah like i mean but Honestly, like if you if you're not extra or you don't have something that pushes you away from, I mean, the rest of the photo booth people, you know, whether it's just a little iPad guy or whether it's just, you know, whatever, whatever it is, you know, you gotta be different from the crowd for sure. And I definitely oh, think you guys do that. <laughs> so then, I mean, who is actually? Um, let's go down a little bit further. Um. You know, I mean, just starting your own business in general is, you know, hard in itself. Um, You know, it comes definitely with a lot of 
challenges that you have to overcome comes with, you know, learning. I don't even call mistakes mistakes. I call them like learning experiences. You know, it's like, okay, I learned from that. And now this is what I'm not going to do next time. Or I'm going to tell my people or tell my husband or tell, you know, whoever's running the business with me, like, this is how we do things. Because I personally went through it and we're not doing that. So can you name a situation then that, I mean, was definitely a learning experience for you and, you know, it was a, obviously a challenge to overcome at the time, but then you, I mean, ended up getting through it. Um, you know, I have kind of two. One is it's kind of insignificant, but it definitely changed the way we present our product. Mm-hmm. On our uh, the first wedding that we did, mm-hmm. you know these mirrors that we have, they do all sorts of stuff. Yeah. They're so techy, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. They have little emojis uh-huh. that you can pick and do stickers. They have the, the um, ability to write on the screen and then it prints out. Uh-huh. At the first event that I did, I had all that stuff on. Sure. And it created such a line. It wasn't even the world's biggest wedding. Mm-hmm. It was not that many people sure and it, it had such a line and then I felt kind of committed like I couldn't really turn the feature off because right. people could already be seen right yeah um, and I really don't ever want to deal with a unmanageable line like sure. that again when yeah. it's something you can tr- control if it's tons of people it's right. tons of people right but that was a feature that I kind of decided that I will not just have on unless somebody actually wants it on mm-hmm you know, even though it's a cool part of the machine, yeah, it, it causes an, an anticipated problem. Sure. So I don't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was kind of a small bump in the road. Sure. We never did it again. Everybody's been happy even without it. I'll just sure. let them know, hey, I had this feature. I don't like to use it. This is why. If you want it, you can have it. Yeah. And really, yeah. people don't opt for it. Right. Um, but a, a kink that I had really had one time was that I have two mirrors. Uh-huh. And the gear to run... And double book events, but I don't have two trucks. Mm. <laughs> and I found myself in a predicament where I booked two events at nearly the same time, but in two different cities. Oh. This wasn't a big deal until I realized that one of the venues didn't have any parking in the immediate vicinity. Oh, they no. expected everyone to park across the street. And they structure, didn't. Yeah. Which is okay if you're a guest. Right. It's not okay if you have to unload a trailer yep. with heavy gear and yep. making eight trips to right. unload. Right. Then in, and load it all back up when you're done. So if I was only booked for one event, it wouldn't have mattered. I could have parked in the alley, unloaded, put it all away. Unfortunately, I only have one truck. I was planning on dropping the trailer early for my husband to go to that event, Uh then hook it, you know, deal with my other trailer. Right, right. Uh, So after making a bunch of phone calls, I eventually remedied this with buying gift cards from the restaurant that owned the parking places right next to the venue. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this was stressful. This is probably yeah. the most stressful situation. It doesn't seem like much. It sure. didn't happen during the event, but right. it was leading up to the event. Right, right. Uh, because I didn't know about the parking situation soon enough. Sure, I knew about sure. it soon enough to fix it, but not soon enough to not have it be an issue. Sure. But, uh, you know, that way the re- <laughs> the restaurant didn't tow me. Right. I got They got compensated for the 12 hours that I was parked in their spot, and, you know, the trailer stayed reasonably close, so that it wasn't a big, big deal, but that was definitely a learning curve for me, and to make sure that the parking situation is dealt with, even though it doesn't seem like it's a big deal, it it can be. It is, yeah. You're dealing with a big truck and a big trailer. Sure, yeah. Well, and I mean, 
I uh, was chatting with someone yesterday who, I mean, they're a trailer type of business and she, um, you know, sometimes literally has to go on site and actually like measure out these things because, you know, if there's any little gates or gullies or, you know, different things that you have to, I mean, fit within, it's like, no, I I can't. Like, I I don't know what to tell you, you know, like say even maybe you want to go over to like Royal Palms or something and I mean everything's just so tight there that I mean it you can't you know so it's like logistically figuring it out you know obviously beforehand so I mean for you then I mean moving forward is that I mean definitely one of the parts of the process as you're um you know booking these clients and you know you have signed contracts and everything is that you know going on site and just making sure like okay what do I need logistically or I did update my contract. Mm-hmm. I've always gone out and reconned the venue sure. wherever this is sure. ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. Because of scheduling issues with this particular client. Sure. And trying to get a date where we could both be there. Right. It pushed it off to the last minute. Right. So I didn't know until a few days out that this was a problem. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've definitely since then put it in the contract that I need somewhere in a close proximity mm-hmm. because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just not, yeah. Yeah, not it's, doable it, at that point. the cargo trailer isn't huge, sure, but it's a trailer, right? And across the street, and parking structure doesn't work for me. No, <laughs> no, you're like, mm, that's not gonna work. Um, so then, I mean, as you know, the event industry is super fun, and um, you know, we celebrate everything, you know, and a lot of people, I feel like do have interest in it. And, you know, some people come in and some people kind of retire themselves out. And, you know, it's, I mean, definitely can be high turnover, you know, if you aren't, you know, ready to do a gosh, I mean, sometimes 16 hour days, depending on your role within the event, whatever you're doing, you know, on your feet, running around, putting out fires. Um, so, I mean, for someone who may be starting in the industry, what is one piece of advice that you would give them? That's a good question. Because <laughs> I've had a lot of people come through the booth. Yeah. Oh, wow. How much did this cost? Uh-huh. You know, because uh-huh. I can, I can kind of see the wheels cranking and yeah. coming yeah. out like, like they want to maybe do this. So sure. This looks quick and easy. Yeah. Um, and and ultimately, I think a lot of people get into the photo booth business because they think it is quick, easy money. Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe some of the lower quality photo booths are. Sure. Uh, but hence the low quality. Right. Right. Uh, there, there's tons and tons of expenses that people don't really realize. Yeah. Uh, even if you just go on and start Googling to buy photo booths, then what the manufacturers of these booths kind of put out there for your expected income mm-hmm. is super inflated. Sure. You could pay your booth off in six parties. Yeah. That's insanity. That's yeah. absolute insanity. Right. And uh, nothing about the photo booth business is, is quick and easy. Right. If you're putting out a quality product and safeguarding against catastrophes. Sure. sure. You know, I have so much extra equipment. Uh, that I take that uh-huh. I expect not to use uh-huh. it's it's kind of it's very expense heavy uh-huh. at front end so I mean I, I guess I would say that my advice would be for somebody to plan on a very long hard road to start and to not expect what they say that you can charge for the booths uh-huh. per job 
and, and just to expect it to be an, an uphill battle before it gets consistent. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've noticed from a lot of the photo booth forms, people are like, wow, I got my photo booth yesterday. How long is it going to take to make all this money? And it's like, it's going to take a long time. Yeah, yeah. And Nobody knows who you are. Right, right. You have to go out and impress a lot of people yep. before people start calling you. You have to give a lot of things for free. And just that's, I mean, that's starting a business and general you know like it's not an easy road it's not you know butterflies and rainbows and sparkles the whole way you know it's like just up and down and up and down and up and down literally you know so it's it's really hard and what people see is the fun part of it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the actual event is the fun part you have already done Mm -hmm, everything mm -hmm. Uh, you're already weeks or months into preparing right Right, yeah. It's like enjoying the cake. Yeah. <laughs> but nobody knows about the 18 or 20 hours it took to make the cake. Putting in, yeah. And I mean, gosh, I I would be actually really scared if I was a baker. And I had, granted, they, they normally are transporting cakes, like, in different layers, and then they'll assemble on site. But sometimes they're bringing those cakes in fully fledged. Like, I have you seen, you've seen Cake Boss, right? I have. It's been a while, but I've. I've seen it. Well, yeah, and, like, you see, like, all their amazing cakes that they're bringing in, like, through New York with all those potholes in New Jersey, and I don't, I don't know how they do it. I've seen some of their cakes, and it's, like, 20 tiers, and you're, like, how do you do that? (laughs) I feel like they would have the most stressful job, but, like I said, people don't see the behind, you know, and they don't see the creation, and they don't see the logistical things that you have to go through you know, as a photo booth company, you know, it's like, obviously, yeah, the equipment itself is, you know, pricey, and the, you know, truck, and the trailer, and, you know, everything that goes into it, but then it's also just, I mean, being diligent, and on top of, you know, your business, for sure. Yeah. Um, so then, how important is it to time block, and then also keep a good time management schedule? I'm a worry ward. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm pretty spastic about my timelines. Uh-huh. Uh, obviously, there's situations where you just work with what you have. Mm-hmm. But I try to get everything done as early as possible. Sure. You know, the universe likes to throw curveballs at you at the last minute. So mm-hmm. I, I really try to stay ahead of them. Uh, I do customize the, the graphics mm-hmm. for the prints. So as soon as I know what somebody wants, mm-hmm. I start designing them. Even sure. if it's two or three months out. Just when I know that's the best time to get started. Mm-hmm. As you know, when I load up the trailer, which sure. is kind of a long process, I like to do that the day before. Okay. Or the day before that, because without fail, if I have a Friday night event, if I think I'm going to load up Friday morning, that'll be the day that my kid gets sick. Uh huh. Can't go to school. Right. Right. So right. the the earliest I can load it. I'm going. You're morning, going to. Yeah. I will. Yeah. If I have back-to-back events, I like to section up all my stuff in different piles so that when I have to unload and reload real quick, it's already there. Sure. It's always in the last minute. So right. Wrong. Right. And I live by a checklist. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You checklist. have to. <laughs> well, I'll and then... A master checklist. Right. Has to put your checklist. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then it's, um, you know, just, I mean, having 
everything literally like already compiled together in like a pile that you're like, okay, I literally just need to come home, grab this and then run again, you know, versus telling yourself like, oh yeah, don't forget to grab the duct tape or don't forget to grab whatever. It's like, you're going to forget it. Like, and then you're scrounging like on your way to the event, like, Great, now I need to go get duct tape. It's so, yeah, where you're like, where is that? And then, like, you come home and it's like right in front of you, and you're like, what is wrong? Oh my gosh. So then, if there's something special I think I could miss in between back to back events, I'll I'll handwrite it on my checklist. Right, don't forget. Right, right. Yeah. So then, do you make your own, like, the you know photo booth as they print out or do you get that sent off somewhere it varies okay i so i subcontract with a company that provides graphic packages Mm -hmm. but even when i use one of those Mm -hmm. i still spend probably 15 hours or so right designing it it's Mm -hmm. not Oh, let me download this, throw some names in. Right, right. I, I do that because I'm not, like, a, a, I don't draw. Right, right. I'm not a, an artist, per se. Yeah. But I still build the graphics to what each client wants. I just uh-huh. let them look at, let me say this, I let them look at samples because it helps them figure out what direction to go. Sure. And they can tell me what they do and don't like. I mm-hmm. don't like this color. I don't like mm-hmm. this part of it. I don't right. like this part of it. Right. So sometimes I'll take two or three different samples. Sure. And get the graphics for those, mm-hmm. and then combine them, and custom do them to make it how I want it. Sure. Yeah. No, that's awesome, though. I mean, but and sometimes it, there's nothing out there. So right. Start from scratch. Right. <laughs> I mean, and then it's just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth on, you know, yeah. do you like this? No, I don't like that. Can you change and it that's to a different one? I don't like to wait to the last minute. Right. It's a lot of back and forth. Of times mm-hmm. when I send a, uh, a client a couple of samples Mm. and it's usually three different layouts of mostly the same thing but just laid out differently to see what they like Mm -hmm. and sometimes I go oh they go oh uh, I like sample b right Mm -hmm. and sometimes I send a draft back and forth four or five times I never know right yeah it's I mean I'm gonna be to the mark the first time right (laughs) well it's just I mean, super unpredictable at that point, you know, you just never know, you know, what vision they have in their head, and it's hard, because you're like, well, I can't really draw it out, but I know what I want in my head, so it's, I mean, really hard, but it, I mean, makes it easy that, you know, obviously, logistically, like, you can really figure that, those things out, you know, way in advance, you know, and then... I mean, then it's just done off their checklist, and then, I mean, I'm sure the couples are happy, you know, at that point. You know, it's yeah, just one less thing. I can't expect somebody to just sit on your email. No, So right. that can be a time-consuming process. Uh-huh. That could be weeks sure. going back and forth. Not because it really took weeks, but sure. I could send an email, hey, which one do you like? Yeah. Life is busy for the client. It sure. could take four or five days to get back to me. Right, so, yeah. Again, and then you don't wait till the last minute. Right, yeah. And then it's just not, it's just not worth it. I mean, to... I mean, maybe if you have to get them on the phone or maybe if you have to text them, but it's just so much easier leaving everything, like, in one spot, you know? So then on one email chain or maybe a few, because then it's like if something falls through the cracks, then, you know, you have those emails to look back on. But it's if, like, you went from, 
you know, Instagram message to email, then to text, then, oh, we had a phone call, and then all these different things. It's like, oh, gosh, like, this is too hard to keep track of, you know? Yeah, because I mean, to keep it all in the same thread. Right, because, I mean, you're, you know, off the planning, and we have quite a few weddings, but, you know, we're not working volume, like, photo booths and photographers and, you know, DJs are. So I feel like you guys have a lot more events than we do. Um, and it's, I mean, probably even harder to figure out, like, and keep track of, you know, okay, this and this wedding on this and this date at this and this venue wants this for their graphic, and we have to be there at this time and this, you know, and just, I mean, figuring everything out off the logistical end is um, so much fun. <laughs> just so much fun. Um, so then, I mean, off of your opinion, how important are vendor relationships to you? You know, I'd say our referrals are generally from either other vendors mm -hmm. who we've worked with mm -hmm. or previous clients. Mm -hmm. So I, I would say they're super important. Mm -hmm. People that have already seen your product, sure. sampled it, you know, whatever, any anywhere in there, however they saw it. Sure. And that's the thing about vendors. Vendors have usually seen your product because you ran into them at an event. Mm -hmm. I've had vendors refer us to, to clients that I didn't realize that they had sampled. Sure. For example, caterers. I, I've had referrals from caterers. I'm just like, oh, I didn't even know that they came over because I'm, I'm in the moment. I'm dealing with clients sure. that are coming through the booth. Right, right. Or, or patrons, I should say. Mm -hmm. But the caterer, who's doing their own, the world doing their own thing, they're yeah. still saying what's going on. Right, right, right. So I've been pleasantly surprised more than once to have uh, other vendors that I didn't even realize took notice refer us out to their customers that they're booking. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. you never know where referrals coming from, but for us, they've pretty much been 100% from either other vendors yeah. or clients yeah. that we've already worked for. Sure, yeah, because I mean... At least off the vendor side, you know, we're the ones dealing with the weddings, weddings in, weddings out, you know, and whenever, I mean, someone just thinks, hey, photo booth, you know, it's like, yeah, Mindy, then, you know, so. And honestly, you've seen a hundred photo booths. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. I would say a client is going to take the word off of somebody who's in the industry, in the industry oh, yeah, for seen sure. yeah. what's out there, yeah. and when you say, hey, I suggest this person, sure. that means a lot more to them than, hey, sure. my buddy does this. Right, yeah, and it's like, I mean, we, we can sell, sell you guys a lot easier, you know, because we're like, hey, you know, they have X, Y, and Z, they're going to come with a trailer, they're going to do this, they're going to do that, they print on site, they do all these things, you know, whereas, like, someone who may just be wanting to one of their buddies you know like you said in the in in the industry you know that has a photo booth it's like well they don't really have all this stuff so I don't really want them you know so I always tell my clients and my brides I'm like you know it's if you want a photo booth you you're gonna invest in it you know but it's worth the investment at the end of the day you know so it's like um just do it you know <laughs> Um, the photos last forever, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so then, I mean, if you were to um, come about a, just a ton of money and money wasn't an issue, um, how would you spend it to implement it into your business? Money wasn't an issue. 
you know, if money wasn't an issue, I would probably have at least one more of my trailer studios, another cargo trailer, and another truck, Mm -hmm. and probably two more mirrors. I have two mirrors as it is, you know, Mm -hmm. but if you get into doing huge events, Mm -hmm. mathematically speaking, there's only so many people that can actually get through there. So if you're doing an event with 600 people, I need both my mirrors. So... You know, that that would be my thing, is I would definitely like extras of those yeah. big ticket items. Yeah. The trailers. Sure. An extra truck. That complicated my life once before to only have one truck. Right. <laughs> You're like, let's just get another one. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, um, I'm not just buying another truck on a whim. Right, yeah. Oh. You're like, mm, we need money for that. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, if you could sit down to dinner with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? You know, I was <laughs> completely not related to the event industry. Mm-hmm. But if I was just going to pick somebody to sit down to dinner with, yeah. I would say it would probably be James Mattis. Okay. Do you know if everybody knows who that is on top of their head? I, I don't I know. I will let them Google. <laughs> if they just go ahead and Google that, Google, Google his famous quotes, and then they'll, <laughs> they'll either be entertained or they'll think I'm crazy. And so, yeah, what is the reasoning for sitting down with him? You know, I just, I think, uh, I think he's a very unique, no-nonsense kind of person. Mm -hmm. And I, I really like people that just tell it how it is. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't feel the need to sugarcoat anything. And just, it just is what it is. And anybody who Googles James Mattis quotes They'll they'll see what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's definitely a um, a noteworthy person. I'm almost gonna kind of make him Google it. <laughs> no, I'm googling it right now. <laughs> um. Oh, I, I want to find. He was recently one of our Secretary of Defenses, but previously he was a Marine General. Hmm. I don't lose sleep. I don't lose any sleep at night over the potential for failure. I cannot even spell the word. Wait, that's funny. I want to put that on my wall. If I wasn't such a worry board, I could put it on my wall. Right. (laughs) It would be wishful thinking. What keeps you awake at night? Nothing. I keep other people awake at night. Okay. (laughs) You know, since we're talking about it, I actually in my office here have a, a poster of the guy on my wall. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. You are the you are part of the world's most feared and trusted force. Engage your brain before you engage your weapon. Hmm. <laughs> be polite, be professional, but have a plan to kill everybody you meet. Okay. <laughs> She's like, okay, we're moving on. That's funny though. I I honestly like had no clue who that was, but yeah, when you had said. Google is quotes. I'm like, oh, I gotta do it now because this is interesting to me. People are driving; they don't have time. Right? <laughs> it's okay. I got, I got you guys. I googled it for you, and those are some of his quotes. Um, I feel like, I feel like those are some things that, granted, honestly, not on that level, but like borderline kind of where I'm at, like on that same level of <laughs> this is this is how it is type of thing. So, um. <clears throat> What is then one 
Or what is the most unique thing that you've ever created for your business? The most unique thing? Well, <clears throat> I would say our most unique thing is probably our most memorable thing, mm -hmm. uh, which is our our big trailer. We have a little cargo trailer, okay. but we also have a, a 20-foot Car hauler. Okay. Car hauler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, it was designed to be a photo booth. It's not a trailer that was repurposed into something. Mm -hmm. uh, when I when I bought it, I had it built to be a photo booth. And so you basically drop the ramp in the back, and I have a red carpet that I roll out. Mm -hmm. And when you go up, on your left, there's a, a light-up vanity mirror. Mm -hmm. And then there's a little prop table on both sides. Mm -hmm. And there's props hanging from the wall. And I put my... The, the mirror in there, the, the photo booth mirror. And when I had this thing built, it was built extra wide and extra tall, so I can actually get a full-size backdrop in there. Yeah. And basically the whole party happens in there. Inside. The photo booth party. That's I mean, cool. The entire party. But right, right. the nice thing is, is it, it does great for outdoor events mm -hmm. or extremely large space, like golf courses, if there's access. Sure. Uh, airplane hangers. That's, that's been a... An interesting place that I've uh, set up a few times is, you know, it's it's a big item, and it doesn't require really much of anything. Sure. Just as yeah. long as you, I got a relatively flat spot, uh, the the party all happens in sun. Right. You yeah. don't have to worry too much about wind. Yeah. Or yeah. rain. It's just like huge. That. Although, really, you know, it's 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 my over the top item. Right. <laughs> people who maybe have come across me, that's what they tend to remember me by. Even mm -hmm. if they've never uh, been in it, they've sure. seen it. They've seen it, yeah. From and they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, then, I mean, how can we help all of it? Well, uh, you could direct folks to our facebook or instagram uh -huh. you know on the on the planning side of it uh -huh. you know just letting somebody take a peek at our our pictures that we put up on our web page sure you know is is probably the way to go yeah yeah definitely um and then i mean i always like to have my guests leave one last nugget um, with the Nugget crew. Um, is there anything that you would like to leave with everyone? What would you like to leave? <laughs> <laughs> so, there's an episode of Supernatural mm -hmm. where one of the head villains was listening to one of his cronies make excuses for why something was taking so long to do. Mm -hmm. And he claims that he's doing the best he can. And the head villain gets frustrated with me. He says, well, do the best of someone better. He hangs up. <laughs> so, you know, when when I get to feeling kind of defeated or just having a hard time getting anything done, that's pretty much, you know, I'm, I might chew myself up a little bit and right. say, just do the best of somebody better. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, totally true, though, and I love that. Um well, Mindy, you made it through it. We recorded our podcast. <laughs> um, you did great. And I um, I mean, thank you again for being on today. I thank you for, I mean, sharing your story of the photo booth. Um, I 
love what you guys are doing. I love, you know, your branding and everything that you guys do within your business. Um, I will definitely let you know when this is up and running for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, if there's anything in the meantime, please let me know. But um, have a wonderful rest of your Thursday and I'll uh, see you on Sunday. So <laughs> thank you for having me. You're welcome. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Okay. Bye. Thank you guys again for listening to this podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Miranda Madison Events. If this podcast has brought you any sort of value or you've learned something possibly from a previous bride or a vendor that you're just wanting to pass on and someone just needs to hear, please share it on with them. Um, I am really excited for this podcast and I am wanting the world to hear it. So however I can help you guys, however I can bring you more value, um, perhaps there's another topic that you may want to hear, just let me know. Thank you guys. Bye.